everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we are in Jeremiah 22, 1-30 and then Mark 3, 1-35. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Judgment against evil kings. This is what the Lord says. Go down to the, to the palace of, of the king of Judah and proclaim this message here there. Hear the word of the Lord, O king of Judah, you who sit on David's throne. You, your officials, and your people who come through these gates. This is what the Lord says. Do what is just and right. Rescue from the hand of his oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Do not no wrong or, or violence to the alien, the fatherless, or the widow. And do not shed innocent blood in this place. For if you are careful to carry out these commands... Then kings who sit on David's throne will come through the gates of this palace, riding in the chariots and on horses, accompanied by their officials and their people. But if you do not obey these commands, declares the Lord, I, I swear by myself that this palace will become a ruin. For this is what the Lord says about the palace of the king of Judah. Though you are like Gilead to me, like the summit of Lebanon, I will surely make you like a desert, like towns not inhabited. I will send destroyers against you, each man will with his weapons, and they will cut up your fine cedar beams and throw them into the fire. People from many nations will pass by the city and will ask one another, Why has the Lord done such a thing to this great city? And the answer will be, Because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord, their God, and have worshipped and served other gods. Do not weep for the dead, king, or mourn his loss. Rather, weep bitterly for him who is exiled, because he will never return nor see his native land again. For this is what the Lord says about Shalom, son of Josiah, who succeeded his father, as king of Judah, but has gone from this place, he will never return. He will never. He will die in the place where they have led him captive. He will. He will not see this land again. Woe to him the, who builds his palace by up unrighteousness, his upper rooms by unjust making his countrymen work for nothing not paying them for their labor. He says, I will build myself a great palace with spacious upper rooms. So he makes a large window in it, panels it with cedar and decorates it in red. Does it, does it make you a king do you, to have more and more cedar? Do not, did not your father have food and drink? He did what was right and just, just so all that, all went well with him. He defended the cause of the poor and needy. And so all went well. And that is that not what it means to be to know me? Declares the Lord. But your eyes and your heart are set only on dishonest gain and shedding innocent blood and on oppression and extortation. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about an extortion. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. 
They will not mourn for him. Alas, my brother, alas, my sister, they will not mourn for him. Alas, alas, my mother, my master, alas, my splendor. He will have the burial of a donkey dragged away and thrown outside the gates of Jerusalem. Go up to Lebanon and cry out. Let your voice be heard in Bashan. Cry out from Abram. Abram. For all your allies are crushed. I warned you when you felt secure, but you said, I will not listen. This has been your way from your youth. You have not obeyed me. The wind will drive all your shepherds away, and your allies will go into exile. Then you will be ashamed and disgraced because of all your wickedness. You will, <coughs> excuse me, you will live in Lebanon, who are nestled in cedar buildings, how you will groan when pangs come upon you. Pain, pain that a woman, that of a woman in labor. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, even if you, Joachim, son of Joachim, king of Judah, were signet ring on my right hand, I would sit, still pull you off. I will hand you over to those who seek your life, those you fear to to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and to the Babylonians. I will hurl you and the, mo and the mother you, who gave you birth into another country, where neither of you were born was born and there you will be you will die you will never come back to the land you long to to return to and is this man joachim a despised broken pot and an object no one wants why will he he and his children be hurled out cast into land they do not know O land 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 hear the word of the lord this is what the Lord says. Record this man as if childless, a man who will not prosper in his lifetime. For none of his offspring will will prosper. None will sit on the throne of David or rule anyone in Judah. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we are in Jeremiah 22, 1-30 and then Mark 3, 1-35. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Judgment against evil kings. This is what the Lord says. Go down to the, to the palace of, of the king of Judah and proclaim this message here, there. Hear the word of the Lord, O king of Judah, you who sit on David's throne. You, your officials, and your people who come through these gates. This is what the Lord says. Do what is just and right. Be rescue from the hand of his oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Do not no wrong or, or violence to the alien, the fatherless, or the widow. And do not shed innocent blood in this place. For if you are careful to carry out these commands... Then kings who sit on David's throne will come through the gates of this palace, riding in the chariots and on horses, accompanied by their officials and their people. But if you do not obey these commands, declares the Lord, I, I swear by myself that this palace will become a ruin. For this is what the Lord says about the palace of the king of Judah. Though you are like Gilead to me, 
like the summit of Lebanon, I will surely make you like a desert, like towns not inhabited. I will send destroyers against you, each man will with his weapons, and they will cut up your fine cedar beams and throw them into the fire. People from many nations will pass by the city and will ask one another, why has the Lord done such a thing to this great city? And the answer will be because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord their God and have worshipped and served other gods. Do not weep for the dead, king, or mourn his loss. Rather, weep bitterly for him who is exiled, because he will never return nor see his native land again. For this is what the Lord says about Shalom, son of Josiah, who succeeded his father as king of Judah, but has gone from this place. He will never return. He will never. He will die in the place where they have led him captive. He will. He will not see this land again. Woe to him who builds his palace by unrighteousness. His upper rooms, by unjust making his countrymen work for nothing, not paying them for their labor. He says, I will build myself a great palace with spacious upper rooms. So he makes a large window in it, panels it with cedar and decorates it in red. Does it, does it make you a king to, to have more and more cedar? Do not... Did not your father have food and drink? He did what was right and just, just so all that all went well with him. He defended the cause of the poor and needy, and so all went well. And that is that not what it means to be to know me? declares the Lord. But your eyes and your heart are set only on dishonest gain and shedding innocent blood and on oppress, oppression and extortion extortation. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about an extortion. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of, Ju of Judah. They will not mourn for him. Alas, my brother, alas, my sister, they will not mourn for him. Alas, alas my mother, my master, alas, my splendor, he will have the burial of a donkey dragged away and thrown outside the gates of Jerusalem. Go up to Lebanon and cry out. Let your voice be heard in Bashan. Cry out from Abram, Abram, for all your allies are crushed. I warned you when you felt secure, but you said, I will not listen. This has been your way from your youth. You have not obeyed me. The wind will drive all your shepherds away, and your allies will go into exile. Then you will be ashamed and disgraced because of all your wickedness. You will, <coughs> excuse me. You will live in Lebanon, who are nestled in cedar buildings. How you will groan when pangs come upon you, pain, pain that a woman, that of a woman in labor. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, even if you, Joachim, son of Joachim, king of Judah, were signet ring on my right hand, I would sit, still pull you off. I will hand you over to those who seek your life. 
those you fear to to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and to the Babylonians. I will hurl you and the mo- and the mother you who gave you birth into another country, where neither of you were born was born, and there you will be. You will die. You will never come back to the land you long to to return to. And the, is this? Man, Joachim, a despised, broken pot, and an object no one wants. Why will he, he and his children be hurled out, cast into land they do not know? O land, 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 hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Record this man as if childless, a man who will not prosper in his lifetime. For none of his offspring will prosper will prosper, no will sit on the throne of David, or rule anyone in Judah. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hello everyone, and now we're in your New Testament reading, Mark 3, 1-35. Uh, let's go ahead and read the scripture. Another time he went into the synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand, Stand up in the front of everyone. Then Jesus asked them, Which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? For they remain, But they remained silent. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts, said, said to the man, Stretched out, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. Crowds followed Jesus. Jesus withdrew from with his disciples to the lake, and a large crowd from, the, from Galilee followed. When they heard all he was doing, many people came to to him from Judea, Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, and the regions across the Jordan and around Tyre and Sidon. Because of the crowd, he told his disciples to have a small boat ready for, for him, to keep the people from crowding him. For he had healed many, so that those who dis- with diseases were pushing forward to touch him. Whenever the evil spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. But he gave them strict orders not to tell who he was. The Pointing of the Twelve Apostles Jesus went out up on a mountainside and called to him who those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve, designated them apostles, that they might be with him, and that he might send them out to preach and to save and to have authority to drive out demons. These are the twelve he appointed. Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. To them he gave the name Boanerges, which means sons of thunder. Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Jesus and Beelzebub. Then Jesus entered the house, and again a crowd gathered, so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. 
When the family heard about this, they were, went to take charge of him, for they said, He is out of his mind. And the teachers of the law who came down from Jerusalem said, He is possessed by Beelzebub, the prince of demons. He is driving out demons. So Jesus called them and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? For the kingdom is divided against itself, the kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand. His end has come. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can rob his house. I will. T- I tell you the truth. All the sins and blasphemies of men will be forgiven them. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. He is guilty of an eternal sin. He said this because they were saying he has an evil spirit. Jesus' mother and brothers. Then Jesus' mother and brothers arrived. Standing outside, they sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they told him, Your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. Who are my mother and my brothers? He asked. Then he looked at those seated in in a circle around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will is my brother and my sister and mother. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for who you are. Ask, Lord, that you be with us, watch over us, and keep us safe. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.